Hello and welcome to Gem Girls, the 80s cartoon podcast where we are watching, discussing, and ripping into Gem and the Holograms and maybe your other favorite retro cartoons. Who knows? Let's see where this goes. I'm Hakuna Matitis. And I am Orifus Jones. And today we are discussing Gem Episode 2, The Disaster. Dun dun dun. It's such a dramatic title. Um, what an apt name for the episode because it was a disaster. Yeah, 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 yeah. Truly a disaster. Um, this episode, though, to give credit to this disaster, was written by Christy Marks, obviously. And according to the Gem Bible, her words, not mine, here's what happens. <laughs> With Starlight House destroyed, Jerrica must find a home for her foster girls. The jealous misfits sabotage a photo session for Gem and the Holograms and crash an exclusive party on the Countess de Voisin's yacht. All right, so <laughs> obviously that made absolutely no sense, so let's get into this episode. Let's see what happened. That's not even a good summary of what happens. It's, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't even know. Anyway, the misfits get up to, like, far more hijinks than that. It's true, it's true. A lot... <laughs> A lot of more crazy shit happens than um, this very, very succinct, I guess, description kind of really displays. Yeah, so we'll kind of break it down for you because, yeah, you probably don't know who Countess Duvoisin is and why. Yeah, we'll get it. Let's just get into it. Let's just get into it. I, I like her. I like her entrance. I want to wait for it. So, um, okay, sure. the, the episode first opens up with a little girl giving like a full-on recap of what happened on the other <laughs> the last day's episode which i really love because it adds like a juvenile intensity to all the things that happened i don't know yeah a juvenile intensity is a very great way of describing that um and it makes it just sound like i don't know so much crazy shit happened in the previous episode which it did but she gives the recap so quickly, and it's really yeah, hard yeah. to... She opens up with, after Jerrica's father died, and then she busts into the narrative. It's like, I'm just gonna <laughs> gloss over after this child lost her only caregiver. She did this, and then this, and then someone tried to murder her, and then this. After her father died, Jerrica Benton inherited half of her father's music company, Starlight Music. Jerrica needs Starlight Music to run Starlight House, a foster home for girls. But Eric Raymond owns the other half of Starlight Music, and he refuses to give Jerrica the money she needs. No one suspects the mysterious gem is actually Jerrica Benton, disguised by one of Synergy's holograms. But Starlight House was threatened when one of Eric's men accidentally started a devastating fire. Yeah, it was a lot. Like, honestly, if yeah, I hadn't yeah, yeah. seen episode one, like, five times for this podcast, and just because I have no life, um, right. that I wouldn't have understood the recap at all. I would have been like, Yeah, exactly, huh? exactly. What which, happened? <laughs> which is probably the perfect way to, like, launch you into this episode, because, yeah, a lot of the same type of things happen. It picks up, like, right after the uh, the burning building scene. Uh, I feel like, do we actually see this Ashley part in the previous episode, or I'm just, like, melding episodes together? Um, we don't see this Ashley part in the previous episode, as okay, far okay. as I know. So this op episode opens with the house burning down and Jerrica freaking out about Ashley being missing. And then Ashley kind of emerges from the flames and this is her redemption moment because she ran back inside to save the honor jar from the fire right 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 the one she tried to steal but ashley being ashley fucks that up too and jerica's just like ashley why are you so fucking stupid <laughs> yeah jerica says don't you understand your life is worth more than all the money in the world Stupid stunts! Why did you go back into the house? I saved the honor jar! Don't you understand? Your life is worth more than all the money in the world! And maybe that would be true for someone else's life, but... <laughs> but not <laughs> for not Ashley's. Ashley's. <laughs> Definitely not Ashley's. That's such a good point, dude. I didn't even think of that. So true. 
Um, some other parts I want to like I want to touch on with the scene though is one Jarek is wearing a shitty bow instead of a shitty hat, so I guess like props uh. for ver- variety. And the yeah. firefighters' hats are like incredibly long. Do you know how they had like a like a large like <laughs> I don't know like lip at the very back? It, it was weird. I did not notice that. That's a really okay. keen ob- observation, Michael. <laughs> it's what are for? <laughs> really, really paying attention to the important stuff. Uh, yeah. Anyways, I just never seen firefighters hats like that. I liked it. It was kind of old timey, maybe. Anyways, yeah. uh, you let you let us know, faithful listener, how you thought about those hats. Uh, <laughs> I will say though, Michael, that Jerrica's face, like the animation, looked kind of fucked up. Like it did, it I did, it did. So like, I, this is like what like the uh, like the morning after scene that it goes to. Like you see Jerrica shivering in like a like a bed sheet, and she looks like a meth head. <laughs> I honestly have no idea what you're talking. About, oh, dude! But when I I, 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 I just I watched this like I don't know like an hour ago, and that image like so stood out to me because she's like shivering in this like bed sheet, and she looks all like gaunt and sad, and it's like whoa, Jerrica, like you had a rough night. Yeah, I mean, like they did, didn't they? Like they didn't have a place. Yeah, to yeah, sleep. yeah. That's true. That's true. That's true. Their house got burned down. Um, yeah, you gotta you gotta yeah. give them some. Give a girl a break. Yeah. Um, but I found Jerrica's solution to this rather ridiculous. Like, all the orphans are outside at, like, what, 7 a.m., 6 a.m., shivering. And Jerrica's solution is, let's help Jem and the Holograms put on a concert right now as a response to the fact that you all have nowhere to live. <laughs> I know. Like, and, like, this is the supposed mi- to... <laughs> No, no, no. I also just love how on board everyone is. As soon as she mentions, everyone's like, yeah, okay, all right. Like, what, dude? Like, why isn't anyone being like, <laughs> that's maybe not the thing we should be doing right now. Let's secure a place to sleep tonight. Well, I guess because Howard Sands offered them a mansion if they won that competition. So she knows that there's a mansion that's sitting empty um, that they could have. Maybe. That's true, that's true, that's, per- true, that's true, that's true. If they <laughs> just they performed a great perform song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on his yeah. lawn at seven in the morning, waking him up. <laughs> Which is um yeah, like a terrible idea, I think, in real life, but <laughs> this is also maybe the first of many instances where they just solve their immediate problems by throwing a concert. So that's notable as right. well. Right. I mean, at least they're working for their money. Like, they're putting honest time and sweat into their dreams. Uh, yes. But I also want to touch on the, like, random other car chase we get, like, pretty close to the top of the episode. Oh, Um, right, yes. Yeah, yeah, because they go immediately from the, like, burnt Starlight Orphanage to they get into, like, yet another car chase with the Misfits. Um... And uh, like this, like this time around, they're both driving vans. And but I also just like 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 how they also nod to like let's like not try to mess with the misfits in a car situation this time because they're crazy, right? Yeah, and yeah. And then Jerrica uh, uses synergy to transform them into a dumpster. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. And I also give credit, or I give props to Synergy's attention to detail because it says like Castania Carding Company, like right in the corner. I paused it. There's a little like insignia. Uh, <laughs> it's like Synergy. She has a fine eye, you know. Yeah, I guess so. Interesting. <laughs> but, like, why was her plan, like, why was her clever ruse that she went to to turn them into a dumpster? I really like that that's where Synergy went with that. Yeah, it was it was sensible. It wasn't, like, a, like a silly plan. It's like, yeah, you're in an alleyway, turn, turn, turn yourself into a dumpster, they're gonna drive by. Yeah, so they did drive by, and um, what I found really weird was how Aja magically has an Asian or something accent now whereas in the first episode she did not have one didn't she oh okay all right is this is this new I, mean, I guess did she I mean her I accent <laughs> is like I don't even know what her accent is it's really hard to pin down it kind of comes and goes with the wind that's so, true yeah anyway anyway uh so they enter synergy um 
and I just have that written down into my thing because they go to the they go to the they go to the Starlight Drive-in, which I guess is what where um, Synergy's secret base is. And I guess that's like that's why I always thought it was like a drive-in movie theater because I think it used to be a drive-in movie theater. Like you see the sign and it says Starlight Drive-in. Yeah, it was. Okay, cool. I didn't know if I was like making that up and like thought I was clever or like that's actually what it is. No, because it yeah, it's definitely like a giant movie screen in the middle of a field. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 Um, and yeah, I guess like also props to Synergy because she basically gets all sensual and says like enter, uh, as she does. <laughs> Enter. Enter me. Basically, Please. yes. Exactly, exactly. Uh, and yeah, then the, the holograms transform and shit. Jerrica turns into like an outfit. And we have our first song of the show, which is, or first song of the episode, which is Like a Dream, which is Aladdin themed. I it's guess. like a, yeah yeah it, at least at the beginning but it goes from like aladdin to like little mermaid ish because it's like, like under the sea yeah it's very fantastical yeah yeah actually i really like when rio and jerica ride on unicorns and they're like okay yeah sure couldn't just be horses but then they like they ride on like these roads of light that then they turn into rainbows and then they turn into pegasuses and then they like yes. fly away it's like a such an intense transition. Yeah, it's a it's a trip. It's a trip. It's for a trip. sure. Uh, yeah. So there... I didn't. I don't particularly like this song. I I like the backup vocals for the like like a dream. I think it's 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 melodic. <laughs> I mean, both songs should have a melody, which I guess for <laughs> sometimes, like, they don't even make a melody, really, with their songs in the Dude, show. No, so. no, most of the time it's a sentence said over again to music. This at least <laughs> is a little bit more to a to a tune. Yeah, for sure. Um, I really liked that the castle had, like, weird musical instrument furniture and oh that was cool for sure trumpet for sure. banisters and stuff like that no no, no that was dope but yeah anyway um, but after I, performing it oh sorry no it's like i was gonna say it ends on them playing this guy's lawn at fucking like six in the morning <laughs> <laughs> and you're like yeah dude and it's like mis- a dream because you just tore him out of slumber <laughs> basically um and i like how the misfits you know, rightfully boo them. Oh, exactly. Don't them quit. To quit like, their day don't job. give. You no, know, no, your daytime job, Jocelyn. That's what she says. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, followed by like a Roxy going like, "Let's trash him," and like you know she means it, so it's very scary. Yeah, what is wrong with that girl? Yeah, and then you know, then she, then she throws out to Aj like, "Out of my way, pig face!" And it's like, "Damn!" Whoa! Yeah, God, yeah. Lady. Uh, she comes um, in hot. Yeah, one thing, one thing that I found about Howard Sands' house, like, it's such a shitty house. Why does a music executive live in such a small shitty house? Is it small and shitty? Did I thought like. That? I didn't, oh, I didn't know it was small and shit. I thought, like, you know, you see a pool and stuff, so I thought he had it, like, a, like a house next to it. Do we have, do we go inside the house? No, we don't. But it looked like, you know, just a standard bungalow. It wasn't, like, a mansion or anything. Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Maybe he's just a modest man. Howard Sands, modest man. Yeah, I man. guess so. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, I like how, um, like... Howard Sands seems pretty annoyed, right? Like, he does... Yeah, when he first comes out, he's like, what's happening? (laughs) Which makes complete sense. Yeah, I I feel that, you know? But then, uh, Jerrica kind of explains the situation, or Jem, I can't remember. And he ends up letting them... Yeah. Um, he ends up letting them live in the mansion until the concert. Um... Which Pizzazz is not about at all and shoves yeah, him into yeah. a pool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, takes the most extreme response. 
Um, Pizzazz, yeah, she throws, shoves him to a pool, but then I love how Roxy's next step is, like, get into a bulldozer. Right, like, where did that bulldozer even come from? Yeah, no, just motherfucking Menace Roxy gets into the bulldozer, and I'm just, like, I'm trying to, like, rationalize her, like, actions sometimes, and I'm like, maybe she couldn't read the danger (laughs) sign on it, and she didn't know this was a bad idea or something. Yeah, I think it's less about her not knowing how to read and more about the fact that she had, like, no parental guidance, I guess, as a child and was kind of raised as a feral child on the streets of Pittsburgh. Yeah, that's probably it. That's probably it. You're right, you're right, you're right. Um, uh, well, I also I also do want to point out that, like, when um, when they first, like, hear that Jem, like, is giving her sob story or Jerrica or whoever it was, like, you hear, like, Pizzazz, like, say, like, oh, I don't really care, and Roxas says, like, I don't really care, and Stormer tears up, and I think that's, like, the first moment where you're like, oh, okay, Stormer's a good person. That's true. Like, usually Stormer kind of follows along with them and doesn't really she's ever really critical about what they're doing but yeah she does have her moments of humanity for sure yeah exactly exactly that's like i think like the first time you see of like okay these people are sociopaths but maybe not you and that's like such a low bar to set for someone (laughs) it's true you know like measuring their goodness by like are you a sociopath or not yeah 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 uh, anyways, so mayhem is, like, ensuing, uh, Mr. Sanders is in a pool, and he can't seem to get out of it for some reason, uh, and Jerrica's trying to pull him out, and I don't know how difficult it is to get someone out of a pool, <laughs> but it is apparently very for Jerrica Benton, who not only can't get him out of the pool, but tries to pull him out, loses her grip, and then, like, catapults away like she flies through the air yeah she flies through the air and the bulldozer is like coming for her Um, yeah yeah it's 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 about to hit it's about to hit you don't know what's gonna happen about to hit and then cut to commercial the suspense hi it's jane russell hurry full figure girls now it's time to save in the Playtex 18-hour Time to Save sale. The once-a-year chance to save 20% on our 18-hour bras, girdles, and all-in-ones. They're fabulous. 18-hour means real support, real control, real comfort. So hurry. Don't miss out on this Time to Save sale. And then, of course, Rio swoops in and saves her. Right, right, right. And then Asha real, real stops the bulldozer. Yeah. yeah, which actually, I gave that such like a badass like moment to Aja of like how she jumped into a moving bulldozer and casually <laughs> just like turned it off. Badass moment. Yeah. Yeah, that was a pretty good, that was a pretty good moment for Aja. She really seems to be like someone who knows how to drive and handle various types of vehicles. Is that her thing? Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. She's the vehicle girl, you know? <laughs> She's yeah, very vehicular. The vehicle girl. Right. And do you think this is like supposed to counter the stereotype? Like it's I do not believe they put any thought into that, but like they <laughs> they kind of are at the same time. Yeah. So yeah, action star Aja gets into the thing, shuts it all down. And I like how there's like the scene where Mr. Sands, who like nearly died, or I guess maybe Jem almost died, but anyway, he got like his his house trash basically. And says verbatim, like, oh, like those misfits, they're so terrible, but no matter what, I can't do anything. If they win the contest, they can still get the mansion. And it's like, no, dude, you are the one person who can do anything in this situation. You can change the entire circumstances. It's your contest. Right. Yeah, I don't understand the circumstances surrounding that contest and why the misfits are still eligible for it. I don't understand why again no one calls the fucking police <laughs> I think, didn't the police come up there at some point i think we see the cops at one point this episode fair i don't know but it just never seems to go anywhere like all of this could be stopped so much sooner that's true that's true that's true there i don't know i think everyone's in it for the drama uh anyways <laughs> so there's like a part at uh, Eric Raymond's place. They talk about some shit. I forget what the what they say. 
I feel like I remember him saying, like, you should be thankful that you haven't been sued. <laughs> or something. <laughs> I hope he like, does. Yeah, no, he yeah, like, you should be grateful no legal action has been taken against you. Like, please stop bitching about this mansion. Like, you guys should be in jail. Uh, which is, yeah, truth. Uh, but I also like Pizzazz calls him Eric Raymond. She's like, look, Eric Raymond. And I just love how the <laughs> characters only address him as like his two first names as well. Right. For sure. Uh, um, so yeah, I guess the misfits storm off. And then there's a call between Eric and Zipper where he says like, that's my name. Don't wear it out. And it's like, oh, Zipper, what happened to you? <laughs> Yeah, so Eric Raymond, again, hires Zipper to cause some mischief. Um, yeah, which we later learned is, like, planting, <laughs> planting a bomb, dude. Yeah, he planted a bomb in an orphanage. <laughs> like, <laughs> technically, what? technically a mansion serving as an orphanage. Maybe he didn't know it was an orphanage yet. Oh, come on. Eric Raymond knew. Eric Raymond knew, he for already, sure. They already burned down, like, the other house with all the orphans. Like, I don't think... That's true, that's true. He must know that they're the yeah, same people. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and basically, of course, the misfits are trying to get in. Um, and they're standing outside the gate. Um, and they see Ashley. Right, right, right. Motherfucking Ashley. Motherfucking Ashley, who's been told she still has to make $30 to contribute to the honor jar, even though she saved it from the fire. She still has to, um, like, contribute $30 to the honor jar, which she's super bitchy about. And so, basically, the misfits, she sees the misfits trying to get in, and she strikes a deal with them. Which I also, I love the, like, little haggling part, which is, like, $30, but that's, like, $20. (laughs) <laughs> like you're haggling with a small child to like let you break and enter and you're rich dude just give her the 30 bucks right and i'm happy that ashley stuck to her guns there and got the money that she needed that's true that's true even though like she's yeah the reason why she needs it is because she was stealing and now she's even being a worse person by letting these like i don't know mm, attempted murderers come into their house yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, Ashley's not great here either. I could kind of see her growing up to be part of the Misfits. Yeah, but I don't think she's, like, cool enough, you know? Yeah, no, she's awful. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, the uh, the Misfits get in, and, like, everyone's doing this, like, rock, like these rock magazine interviews or something. Yeah. No, 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 actually, no, 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 no before doing? that. No, no, um, so a little bit before this, uh, before the Ashley scene, you get, like, the they're back at the mansion, and, like, orphans are playing in the pool and stuff like that, and um, Rio comes to the door, and he's basically like, oh, Jim, I set up all these rock magazine interviews, like, this is what's happening now, but for this, like, little scene to happen, Jim is, like, in the lobby or, like, with the foyer or whatever with Aja, and she, like, hears Rio's voice, and she doesn't, seem, she doesn't seem to know what a buzzer looks like. She's like, oh, like, what's this? And it's like, Jem, like, you own this high-tech illusion-casting magical machine, and you don't know what, like, a buzzer <laughs> looks like? Like, come on, pull it together. Right. Yeah, that's rather uh, pedestrian of her. Yeah, yeah. But I guess, you know, you can't always be 100%. Uh... And then, like, Zipper gets in, and then we get to the whole Ashley being, you know, the worst kind of part. Uh, And then it is... Wait, one thing I want to mention through all of this is that Rio doesn't know that Jerrica and Jem are the same person. Like, throughout, throughout this entire episode, it's like... I feel like this is the first time, like, the audience is made aware of the fact... Is it? I thought, didn't they establish that last episode? Didn't they? I don't know. Like, this definitely happens in this scene where, I don't know, Jem, you know, pulls a whole switcheroo. But anyway, um, what were you going to say? Uh, yeah, Click Clash happens.
What do you think of Click Clash? As I I kind of I kind of like it, except when it gets to the end where it just goes click and clash so many times that it's like terrifying. Yeah, it's like rather grating a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it is. And it, it is, is terrifying. It is. <laughs> um, I appreciate how it's a combo song, though. Yes, me too. Um, and I really like when uh, the Misfits are writing Thunderbolts through the sky. I ha- Exactly. That is a dope thing. I wrote the exact same thing. But I also like how they contrast with like, the holograms get stars and the Misfits ride lightning bolts. Right, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's very subtle. Also, like, it's... Very subtle, very subtle. Uh, <laughs> this whole video is also, like, seizure-inducing, but I also, like, paused it. There's, like, this one scene where, like, these rock magazines are, like, showing with them with the covers on. And I want to give shout out to, like, the two titles you can actually see. One of which is just Rock TV. Um, and the other one is literally Boo Magazine. What is Boo Magazine? What's on I don't know. What's in it's, it? It's just a green colored magazine, I think, with the gem and holograms like on it or whatever. And the title just said B O O O O O. Like, I don't know, either boo as in you're bad <laughs> or boo as in a ghost magazine. Let's so. <laughs> Good eye, Michael. Yeah, but like, I just love how it didn't even take no thought. It took less than no thought. Like, you had to, like, mean to do that, I guess. Because you could have just named it, like, Rock Magazine or Rock Music Magazine. There's already Rock TV. Yeah. Yeah, Rock TV, Rock Radio, done. Yeah. Why boo? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, Maybe it's an Easter egg that we just have to hatch. Who do we have to interview to find out why? Ooh, that's, like, that's a deep cut. Who knows? Maybe we should waste some time doing that one day. Yeah, yeah. Also, if you're out there, um, you let us know. Maker of Boo Magazine. <laughs> um, so yeah, so, yeah, Click Clash wraps up. So Click Clash happens. Zipper plants a bomb. And Which Eric is... Raymond... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know why they had to take it that far. They did, though. Like, fuck, dude. Zipper does not mess around. <laughs> and Eric Raymond pulls up in a very evil looking car. Yeah, so evil. And basically he um, tells the mis- misfits who are now inside the compound to run because there's a bomb. And he yells which, this. Which I want to ask you. Do you think he is concerned for their safety because he cares for them as human beings? Or because he's invested so much money into them as, like, an act? Um, definitely the latter. Okay, I mean, if he cared okay. about... If he, if he cared enough about another person's humanity to, like, warn them about a bomb, he wouldn't have gone to the lengths that he did to put a bomb in a house full of orphans. That is true. <laughs> you know? Um, I always, I always forget the, uh, house full of orphans part. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't care. About life. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. that's true. Uh, Um, So yeah, so like this bomb almost happens. Eric's yelling like, please, or I don't know. He's being, uh, it's just, maybe it's just a weird look to hear like Eric concerned. So I'm like, I guess that's like, uh, maybe I was like, you have emotions, but no, he doesn't. You're right. Um, Yeah, I mean, he was concerned for Jerrica like at the funeral. but Yeah, but I thought we established that was like Tom Foolery. No, no, no. He was just fucking with her. Okay, yeah, that makes a lot more sense. Like, yeah, kind of yeah, getting yeah, under yeah. her skin, kind of planting the seeds. Exactly, exactly. Like, clodal- classic Eric Raymond. Right, classic. Um. Anyway, I can't really remember what the fuck happens. Jerrica projects some holograms of Jem to dupe everyone, including Does she? Leo. Yeah, like, constantly throughout this episode. Oh, yeah, I thought you meant, like, immediately after the bomb exploded, and I was like, when did she do that? Well, she does, but I don't remember why. <laughs> oh, okay. But, <laughs> yeah, I, I straight up cannot even remember that. Yeah, I don't remember what happens, but suddenly out of nowhere, Countess Danielle Duvoisin shows up, which is like, who the fuck is this Countess? Why Honestly, is she though, but she has, right she, now? but, 
but she makes such an entrance. Like, she just kind of walks around and everyone, like, whispers, like, Oh, she got a job, she got a job, she got a job. It's like, oh, wow, she must be important. Howard! Countess! Your poor house! Was anybody hurt? Well, luckily the bomb went off in the old servants' quarters, which were empty. Oh, may I present the Countess Danielle de Voisin. Countess, this is Jen. And, like, Kimber, what is she the Countess Aja, of? Shana, also, I don't know. I have no idea. She's a, yeah, she's a Countess, but she, I think she's French as well. Okay. Yeah, Countess de Voisin, which I think, like, would mean neighbor. Right, yes. So the neighbor Countess. Yeah, the Countess of Neighbors. <laughs> uh, I also love how Mr. Sands or whatever his fucking name is, like the Countess comes up and she's like, oh, like what happened? He's like, oh, just a bomb went off in the old servants' quarters. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know, like the bougiest thing you'd ever hear in the world. Right, but also like there to minimize like its impact, like oh, it just affected the servants' quarters, you know, <laughs> like exactly everything exactly. else, everyone else is fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, to which uh, the countess invites Gem and the holograms to her yacht party. Which I just want to sidebar here for a second because uh, I feel like this is important information to relay to you, Jocelyn, but also to the world of. Mm-hmm. A term which is related to the whole, like, uh, you know, getting invited to a yacht party, where uh, a coworker of mine told me about uh, a girl who I've also met before, uh, who she met her. She was like, oh my god, like, you're so pretty. You're yacht hot. Um, and my coworker Whoa. was like, what? Like, what does that mean? She's like, you're, like, so hot, you could be on a yacht. Like, you're yacht hot. And I thought it was the best thing in the world. Still do. So... If you're ever going to get invited to a yacht party like Gem the Holograms are, you know you can recognize as Yacht Hot. That's a great story. Um, I've never been invited to a yacht party. Neither have I, nor have I ever been called Yacht Hot. Yeah, never. Yeah. Jesus. I mean, we got to work hard this summer, Michael. I know, I know. I feel like you need abs to be called Yacht Hot. Ugh. Fuck. Yeah, no know, more right? carbs for us. No more. Dude, I just made a loaf calories. of bread. <laughs> skinny bitch. Our skinny bitch diet will have to start a little bit early this year. No, 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 no. April, April, April. Okay, fine. April. You can't do earlier than April, dude. Otherwise, it's just, it's cruel. Yeah, no, and to be honest, I never do it anyway. I just <laughs> say I'm going to do it, and then you do it. <laughs> Dude, you're the worst. There's, like, no solidarity. Well, you're going to do it anyway. Yeah, but it's always nice to know someone else is also, like, you know, being the worst. I mean, I did get those zero-calorie noodles that one time. <laughs> and <laughs> the zero calorie rice thingies and those were good but they were like six dollars for one serving it wasn't sustainable yeah this means nothing to me you're you buying those, those noodles and those rice <laughs> so i just went back to regular noodles and regular rice yeah. oh i bet you did i feel so cheated i don't even know i'm so conflicted Let's move on. Why? Let's move on. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just kidding. Okay, are kidding. you too hurt now? <laughs> I'm so hurt. <laughs> I will, I was going to say, like, listen, I promise I'll try harder this year, but that would be a lie. Yeah, I wouldn't even believe you anymore. So much trust is gone. <laughs> well, uh, anyways, anyway. Back to this episode. So, the, you know, the uh, Gem and the Hog, I was going to invite to the yacht, yacht party. They're yacht hot. And the Countess passes by the Misfits, and I don't know why she, like, instantly hates them, but my theory is the Countess probably fucked Pizzazz's dad, who is an oil tycoon. We don't know this yet, but we also know this. So, like, maybe that's why there's, like, some beef there. Maybe. But I also think that that the Misfits were just, like, kind of bitches to her from the, from the get-go for no reason. But isn't, isn't it the first time that they met her? It is. Yeah, because Eric I mean, Raymond hey, even just... your theory could be right. Yeah, because Eric Raymond just, like, goes up, like, I think you should meet the Misfits, and, like, they're 
not like they're not the worst about it. They see they act almost like normal humans. I guess like they're just not, you know, clean cut, yacht hot, valley girl types. That's true. They're not. They're not that. Um, Pizzazz is wearing like a knee bow. Did you catch that? There's like a like a, a body yeah, shot. Yeah, I saw that. I love the knee bow, yeah. dude. It's so cool. I think they have great fashion sense. Yeah, yeah, great fashions, great fashions. Um, so, you know, they say bye, and they're being bitches about it, and they go to the yacht party, uh, to which Rio is, I think, wearing, like, white sneakers with his suit. I don't know how I feel about it. Ugh. I, I, I kind of like it, but I don't like it on Rio, you know? Yeah, I don't like anything on Rio. <laughs> um... <laughs> um, there is one thing I wanted to mention, though. When, um, Countess Duvoisin deliberately does not invite the misfits to the party they like say something so pizzazz says something but they all of their mouths move at the same time oh dude i totally clocked that too i know i know i know (laughs) like they all say bye but all of their lips are moving but only pizzazz is speaking uh it's super creepy to watch i know and like their bodies move in the same way too like they all yeah, move their yeah. arm up. Ugh. Uh yeah, maybe so they just bad. like they got the pizzazz thing, duplicated it three times and just like changed the hair colors so you wouldn't really notice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they definitely did that. They definitely uh, did and that. then didn't didn't think to record the Roxy and Stormer voices. I don't know. I have no idea. It's really hard to justify. Yeah, no, I clocked that too. Someone had to do. Someone had to edit that, right? And like they saw that and were just like, ah, fuck it. (laughs) Which I also understand because he was probably like, fucking kids are watching this. Who cares? Right, but little do they know. (laughs) Little do they know. Twenty-eight year olds. Yeah, it was just too much time on their hands. And, like, now it's definitely mainly 50-year-olds who are watching this show. That's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Anyways, Anyway, so so they're on the boat. That happens. They're on the Uh, boat. We're on the yacht. We're at a yacht party looking yacht hot. Looking yacht hot. And what I thought was really fucked up is when Rio says to Jem, I wish Jerrica was here. And then Jem was like, she asked me to make sure you have a good time. And then she grabs his arm. She, yeah, she's like being... kisses him. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't get what her game is here. She's, like, kind of being, like, a little trampy with, like, her own boyfriend. Right. Like, she's trying to, like, open the floor to Rio cheating on her with herself. Yeah, yeah. She's, like, I don't know. It's, it's kind of a fucked up game because, like, what do you want Rio to do? Because, like, I'm sure on some instinctual level, like, he knows it's her, maybe? I don't know. I don't give that much credit to Rio, actually. He's not that smart. <laughs> no, he doesn't know it's her. He doesn't. He's a fucking idiot. No way. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we also, we see the Countess, and I want to, like, make note of her dress slash fashion, which, like, I don't know, gives me very, like, strong hypnotize vibes. Like, she was going to hypnotize you? Like a... What was she wearing? It was, like a, like, a purple dress with, like, large shoulder swoopy things and a side swoopy thing. I don't know. It, like, it, like you know, it looked like a, like a hypnotizing spiral. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, I also, I also... Like I was... <laughs> you didn't think yeah. you were going to hypnotize? That's just me? Oh, okay. Um... <laughs> yeah, I did not get that at all, but anyway... <laughs> Okay, 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 okay. Um, but I also want to talk about what Shayna is wearing, which is like some uh-huh. shoulder feather nonsense. It's 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 a lot of happening. You, you didn't clock that? No, I wasn't focused on the fashions this episode. I don't know what's wrong with me. Yeah, dude. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, anyway, yeah. Shayna's wearing some shoulder feathers. I don't know what's happening. It's a lot. Yeah. And uh, Shayna gets a little bit of floor time or yeah, a little bit yeah. of time to shine tonight because they introduce the next black character who is also a man, who is a man. Um, and so, like, obviously he starts macking on Shayna. So, you know. Yeah, I, like, I want to give, um, of course, exactly. Anthony Julian is his name. So I also appreciate the uh, 
commitment to two first <laughs> names of men in this show. It's almost like they're not trying. Um, and, but I do have to say, like, Jem is also the one who says, like, yeah, Shana, like, maybe you should go talk to him. It's like, all right, Jem. Casually like, racist? I would have been like, why? Yeah, Jem? exactly. Why? <laughs> why should I? Why should I, Jem? <laughs> why don't you go talk to him? <laughs> Jeff. And Jericho, she'd be like, come on, Shayna, you know. <laughs> Don't be obtuse, Shayna. <laughs> we all know how this works. Because <laughs> Jem is totally racist. Like, we all know it. Well, she's dating a vaguely Latinx man, is she not? <laughs> she is, she is. You're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> I like how you said vague. Because it's true, it's pretty vague. It is so vague. Um, um, but so also in this, in, in this continued interaction with Anthony, Julian and Shayna, um, you also like is saying to her like, oh, you don't have money for a video. You don't have like a record label putting money behind it. Don't worry, beautiful. You can just have sex with me instead. It's like, dude. Okay. That's not a verbatim quote. First of all, <laughs> that's how I interpreted it. And it is exactly what he's saying. He's like, don't worry, beautiful. We can work something out and like holds her face in his hands. How much can you spend on the video? Oh, well, we... No backing from a record company either? I'm afraid not. Don't worry, beautiful. We'll work it out. Yeah, he, like, pulls her chin towards him. Yeah. That was creepy. That it was, was creepy. It was super fucked up, dude. It was, like, very casting couch, you know? Yeah, it's like this powerful music video director can just, like... I don't know, be a fucking creep to someone who doesn't have, like, the industry backing to really say no. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, I don't know, maybe maybe he's supposed to be in more in a more positive light, because I don't think they make him out to be any form of villain or bad guy. No, but he does have two first names. That's true, so he is inherently a monster. <laughs> But do you think Christy Marks, like, was trying to make a statement there? Or did she really think that was a, a fine interaction? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't know. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, I can't give credit where it's due, because I'm not sure if you can, yeah, I, I'm conflicted. I feel like, like most things in the show, it was done thoughtlessly. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, dude, that was savage. Uh, <laughs> I mean, come on, like. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. I, I feel know. you. I get it. I get it. I get it. Um, so we also get this. Also, this fucking another exchange with Mother Truck and Jerica or Jem, I guess in this in this instance, where Jem says to Rio, like, "Oh, like, are you thinking about Jerica? Like, Rio, like, do you like me? Like, what are you saying, dude?" Yeah, I have no idea what she's doing or he's doing. Um, uh, yeah, I, it, I, it's a lot of Jim, like, like stirring the pot. Like, you're really trying to fuck with his head and, like, get herself into a very awkward, weird situation. Right. And, like, she has so many chances to just be honest about it and not be weird. But it, she must enjoy it to some extent. Right. And we also do get to this part, like, she's almost going to say something and the misfits bust in. Right. Yeah, they, they start making mischief as the song goes. I wonder if uh, Jerrica enjoys, like, getting lost in Jem because she has so much responsibility as Jerrica. So she can be more glamorous and carefree. That's true. Jem. She has a lot of life responsibilities for, a, like, a vaguely 20-year-old. She has to, like, care for a bunch of children, run a record label, manage a band. I can see that. Oh, I found out how old she is. Oh, Okay. She was born in 1966, so in the first season, she would be 19. Oh, wow, okay. That's, like, yeah. kind of where I thought she would be, and I guess Kimber's, what, like, 16? I guess so. But, like, does Kimber go to school? No, no, she does not. <laughs> Kimber, everyone has forgotten about. She has no legal guardian. <laughs> yeah, like... What is happening there? Jerrica's solely capitalizing on her musical talent to, like, just propel the band forward. Right. 
And she, okay, so she's kind of taking advantage of Kimber. And then she's also making the orphans work to buy a new fridge. (laughs) (laughs) So she's just exploiting all of these children with no parents uh, to do all the dirty work for her. I, that's, that's that's a little strong. I feel like the refrigerator thing is like a <laughs> building good moral fiber type situation as opposed yeah, yeah, to yeah, an evil sure. dastardly plot. I like where your brain went, though. <laughs> you know, I'm just trying some ideas out. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta, you gotta workshop it. Spitball, spitball. <laughs> um, yeah, so making mischief. Making yeah, mischief. yeah. We're making mischief, making mischief. Which I kind of like the song, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, and they're just, like, in this video, they're just being the worst. <laughs> yeah, I think by mischief, like, they mean, food. like, yeah, just, like, wanton vandalism. That's what mischief is to the misfits. Yeah, like, pulling on someone's to- coattails, like, starting food fights, uh, all kinds of mischief. All kinds. And I, I also want to give some, cre- like, some shout-outs to some random, like, design characters you see in this video. There's, like, a Popeye guy. There's, like, a Lance lady or, like, dude who, like, has a sword. <laughs> yes! There's this, like, lady in a half-orange, half-black, like, crazy dress outfit. Um, they took some, they took some creative leaps. I enjoyed it. Yeah, Definitely. Um, I also really enjoy the lyric, we've almost gone berserk doing all this dirty work. Okay, that's pretty good. I, I like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah I get it, I get it. Anyway, Pizzazz's outfit on the boat is amazing. Oh, dude, I was just going to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was just going to say. This might be be my favorite outfit of Pizzazz's in the entire show. Yeah, no, it's a great look. I thought Stormer looked super good, too. Um, And at one point, you briefly see Aja, and I feel like what Aja was wearing was pretty dope. But Pizzazz's, yes. I, like, wrote down as well, like, damn. Yeah, the blue, like, sleeveless bodysuit with the little pillbox cap on her head. Yeah, so yeah, it's cute. cool. It's cool, it's cool. Um, so yeah, anyway, they, so they, they so... Make, they're making mischief, and then they're basically, like, I like I really like enjoy this scene, because it's the Countess basically telling, like, the captain or whatever, like, go get those people, and they leave this room to go find the misfits, and then the misfits immediately run into that room to, like, evade them, um, and it's just like, what, like, did they just miss each other in the hallway or something? It's a boat. <laughs> yeah. And also, why would they tell the captain who is driving the boat, whose one job is to drive the boat to, like, get the misfits? Yeah, exactly. So him leaving, though, opens up the floor for Pizzazz to try, uh, steering the boat, which, as we learn in this moment and in many others, like, Pizzazz is bad at everything and immediately, like, almost gets them into, like, they're going to get into some sort of, like, nautical car accident. Nautical nightmare. Ooh, okay, yeah, nautical nightmare. <laughs> well, they're, like, heading, like, head first into another boat. Um, yeah, yeah. And the episode ends us on that cliffhanger. A, yeah, an ending of Titanic proportions. Yes. Pun intended, because so it was, like, kind of Titanic-y. <laughs> um, who do you think was the baddest bitch of this episode? I think so. my go ahead, first go ahead. reaction is honestly no one. <laughs> I didn't really love anyone in this episode. But then I changed my mind and thought maybe Aja, because she jumped into that bulldozer like it was nothing and stopped chaos from happening. So my instinctual reaction was Countess de Voisin because she kind of comes in as that like, you know, new older bad bitch in the the series that like, you know, has a lot of wealth and is inviting people to her yacht. Um, But true. When I saw or when I also heard your choice of Aja and why, like I do have to agree, 
Aja was a real bad bitches episode. She, like, you know, stopped some tractors in their tracks. She uh, <laughs> drove a van in another car chase kind of thing. She, uh, was yeah. a, uh, you know, stood guard at one point. I forget. I just remember that kind of happened. <laughs> a lot of moments. Guard. A lot of moments. <laughs> at one point, she How says the line... <laughs> How high were the stakes? Like, what was she guarding? I don't know, gem or something. You know how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Let's give it to Aja. I think Aja. Let's give it to Aja. Yeah, she was a bad bitch. She was a bad bitch. Um. Now the biggest bitch of the episode. What? Who are biggest your bitch nominees? Of the um. So I feel like with all things, my heart at least in this context, my heart instantly goes to Ashley because she's the worst. Uh, <laughs> no, but also uh, maybe Zipper, dude. Oh, yeah, I forgot Zipper. He's like a real, like, he's a real Eric... cunt in this episode. Okay, but what about Eric Raymond? It was, he, it was Eric Raymond who hired him to put a bomb into a house full of orphans. Yes, but... Him being like, oh, misfits, no, 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 no. That was a little bitch moment, not a big bitch moment. <laughs> like, a real big bitch would have been like, yo, whatever, you guys are in there, your problem. <laughs> well, I also, you could argue it's a little bitch moment to kill a bunch of kids, you know. <laughs> That's true. I guess that is one of those rare big bitch and little bitch moments. Right. Because I feel like also... Um, Blowing up an orphan is also a big bitch energy. <laughs> like, I don't give a shit about anything. Exactly, exactly. Like, fuck you, orphans. I have, I have no morals. Yeah, yeah. Um, huh. Okay, so Ashley let the misfits into the mansion in exchange for $30. <laughs> yes, very um, sure. That was pretty shitty. That was the worst thing that she did. But I don't think it holds a candle to what Zipper or Eric Raymond did. Yeah, I, I'm giving it to Zipper. I think he, uh, he's he been a real menace, probably the biggest bitch. Okay. Sounds good to me. All also, right, like, Roxy also gets a mention here. That's true, that's true. I, I think maybe, like, also, like, my head doesn't go instinctively to Roxy, because she's, like, always fucking shit up really hard. That's true. Okay, with the uh, biggest and baddest bitches decided, I think that wraps up this episode of Gem Girls. Yeah, thank you so much for coming along for another wild ride through the Gemisphere. I am Orphus Jones. And I'm Hakuna Matitis. Until next time, faithful non-existent listeners, stay outrageous. <laughs>